Warning. Listening to the following podcast may result in Disney addiction. User discretion is advised. Hey everyone, it's Ashton. And it's Kate. And welcome to Dose Dose of of Disney. Disney. This week we have a super fun episode. We want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. And most importantly, we want to wish Disney a happy Thanksgiving as well. This week we are talking about what Disney has given us. This is the final part in our Thanks Disney series. So without further ado, thanks Disney for... So in no particular order, the first one I have listed is Role Models. Oh, that's a good one. I just think in a lot of Disney movies, TV shows, children of all ages, ethnicities, sizes, whatever, have someone to look up to and follow them as a role model. You know, they do things to help others. Just really being kind people and inspiring children as they get older to give back to the world and follow in their footsteps. Yes. And I think along with that, like, part of that is the inclusivity that Disney has given us. Um, I think in a lot of the Disney movies, we see a lot of representation, especially now. And I think that's something that should be noted for sure. Yeah. Granted, in the past, Disney wasn't super inclusive to everyone. But I think that in the past five to ten years, they've really changed how they approach that topic. I think they've done a really good job so far. I think so, too. And I think there's a lot of projects to look forward to in the future that are going to be very inclusive. Yes, I think so. So mine is thanks, Disney, for good food. Same, sis. I had that one on there, too. <laughs> so actually, funny story. My aunt, I call her Gigi. Shout out to Gigi. She got me a book, and it's like a book of these Disney recipes. I haven't Ooh. gotten it yet. I need to get it from her. But I'm super excited to try some of that at home. But Disney World, in particular, has some of the best food ever. And what's really cool about it, you won't find it anywhere else. No. It's like... For Disney, I think my favorite thing that Disney does is Mickey ice cream sandwiches, which I know is like super bland. And you technically you can get them in the stores, but they're not the same. They're just no, not. No, it's not the same. It's the element of being in the parks eating them that makes it so special. Yes. What's your favorite Disney snack? Honestly, I am a carb girl and a salt person. So I have to say the Mickey pretzels. Gotcha. And you're not going to find that anywhere else? No. At least not like that shape. Nope. But they're still an amazing snack, and they're easy to find. That's what makes it magical, the shape. Right? And I will say, for the cost, those Mickey pretzels are huge. Yeah. You could probably split them with someone else if you weren't, like, starving. Yeah. But I'm most of the time I'm starving. Yeah, same. (laughs) Most of the time, I had that whole thing eaten in, like, maybe two minutes. (laughs) What's next on your list? I said just a place to unwind. Oh, that's a good one. So I know sometimes the Disney parks can be a little crazy. Yes, they can be hectic. (laughs) And are the opposite of where you want to go to relax. But I think overall, it's just kind of a good place to let go. You don't really feel like you have any responsibilities besides making it to your fast pass on time or your reservation on time. It's a good place to leave the rest of the world behind and just kind of unwind. On that same note, I have on my list a break from reality, which we've talked about this in a few of our episodes, but especially with my like career path and everything, it's really nice to go somewhere where I don't have to think about that. Um, for those who don't know, I do work as a private investigator, and we all know that can get a little, little sus, a little crazy <laughs> at times. And going to Disney gives me a break from that, and it, it lets me be able to relax and know that I'm safe and that whoever's with me is safe and that I can just have a good time and not have to be on guard all the time. Mm-hmm. 
So another big one for me is the Muppets. Oh, you like the Muppets? I love the Muppets. And I have to give a shout out to my mom on this one because she was a big Muppets girl growing up. And she watched the original TV show, which is now on Disney+. Plus. Is it? It is. I haven't watched any of the episodes yet, but I have it on my list. And I'm very excited because the Muppets, at least for me growing up, I had some of the older movies. And then, of course, they came out with like the, the Muppets movie. I think it was in like... 2012 or something. I couldn't tell you. It's the one that's got like Jason Segal and Amy Adams and oh, yeah, Walter. That's right. That was a big one for me. I love that movie. And anyone who's ever talked to me about the Muppets, I will tell them that I think Muppets Most Wanted is one of the most, if not the most, underrated Disney film of all time. I need to watch it now. I love it. And one of my favorite parts about the Disney Muppets movies are the cameos. Yeah, they have like the best cameos, and I think that one in particular has really good ones. And plus, the music is always really good, and the characters are so lovable. I love Kermit, and especially because like everywhere you look, there's like Kermit memes. Yeah, <laughs> so I just I love the Muppets and all of their properties, all their shows, everything. And I I'm kind of bummed that like whenever you're in studios, I feel like the whole Muppet side of the park just kind of gets forgotten. Well, it used to be, I remember when I was a kid and I went, it used to be a lot bigger of a thing. Like, they used to be like Muppet Central and it was a lot more. But since the introduction of Galaxy's Edge and uh, Toy Story Land, it's kind of gone down. So sad. No. No, granted, there were a few Muppets that still give me the creeps. (laughs) Like, they're just a little scary, especially as a kid. Um, Like, the big brown blue one, I think, and those big red ones. I I don't know any of their names, but... It's like the big scary ones that have like weird eyeballs and teeth that as a kid, a <laughs> little iffy, but I still love them. I love the Muppets. They're cute. I think also their rendition of Pony Mansion were super cute as well. It was really good. The scene with Kermit dancing in like the dining room area yeah. was really good. Yeah. The whole movie was really good. Plus, shout out to Constantine, the world's most dangerous frog. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Next on my list, I have amazing technology. Mm-hmm. Disney has upped like our expectations for technology. And Disney has taken it like to a whole nother level. And not even just amazing technology, it's also hidden technology. Oh yeah. Meaning like you don't know how they do it. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes with technology and like shows and things like that, you can see the little the the wires pulling yeah. people up and things like that. At Disney World, you have no idea how they're pulling it off. Like everything is hidden. Everything looks so real. And I think that's so amazing that people get to see. Um, and I think that's what makes Disney so special is because they are so technologically advanced. Even mm-hmm. things such as like the Magic Bands yeah. and the My Disney Experience app, a lot of those just really just they're incredible. They're yeah. like so advanced. It's crazy. And plus, they just make life so much easier for people and guests in the parks. It's so much easier to navigate, I think, with the maps, with getting fast passes, reservations, like that. So the technology is really cool, plus the ride technology. That's why I'm so excited to see the Neutron Coaster, because yeah. you know it's going to be gonna super be high tech. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. So my next one, Ashton kind of already hinted to this, but I love the Haunted Mansion ride and movie. That's a good one. Big part of my childhood. We watched Haunted Mansion 
every year on Halloween. Um, we love Eddie Murphy in that movie. I think he's hilarious. He's so funny. One of my favorite scenes is when the, he's in like the seance room with the crystal yes. ball and everything's like floating and there's like instruments oh, no. everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> I love that scene. I love the whole movie. And I really love the ride. Again, it's a classic. If you don't ride it at least once when you're in the parks, what are you doing? Right. And I don't think Disney would be the same without the Haunted Mansion. No, if they ever got rid of the Haunted Mansion, I would boycott Disney. I would be so upset. I would be so mad. Next on my list, which is similar to this, like in the along with the same lines of loving the Haunted Mansion, I am so thankful for incredible attractions. We talked about this in like our things we're thankful Disney does not do, and I'm so glad that they don't have mediocre attractions. I'm so glad that all of their attractions are elaborate. They're well thought through. They correlate so well mm-hmm. with what they're based on. Yeah. And I just think that's so incredible of them like the whole star wars land that's so incredible like it's to the t it's Mm -hmm. correct same thing with toy story like the thought that they put into this like making all of these like tiny items huge and bigger than (laughs) us so that we shrink down to the size of a toy like that's so so incredible you know it goes along with the rides and everything like that but i say attractions meaning like everything that you see in disney world is just so well thought out um, and I appreciate the Imagineers and how much effort they put into these things so that we can have these incredible attractions that we appreciate and that we love. The only other park that I think even comes close to this would be Harry Potter World and Universal. Yeah. But other than that, like Six Flags, Holiday World, you just don't get that same experience. Yeah, they're just there for the rides. They're not there for the experience. Whereas Disney, they put their theme into everything. The rides yeah. themselves, the cues, the food. It's amazing. The, the cast members. Really, the costumes that they wear. Yeah. Their outfits are always incredible. Like, I think my favorite cast member uniform is Tower of Terror. Oh, that's such a good one. That They're one, so cute. That one Mansion's really good, too. I agree. Okay, Kate, what's next on your list? Mine has to do with another attraction. Well, I'll say attractions, plural. Because I want to give a shout out to the mountains. So all the mountains, all the mountains. So Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, and Big Thunder Mountain. In order of how I like them, I gotta say Big Thunder's gonna be last. It's a good mm-hmm. one, but a little whiplashy. Yeah, I agree. Splash Mountain's number two, only because if you don't do it on a hot day, you're miserable. Yeah, and I always do it first. And once I got stuck on that ride and it got soaked, different time than what I mentioned in our last episode. This was actually when I was like four. Why do you always get stuck on Splash Mountain and get soaked? I've only gotten stuck on it twice, but I've only ridden it like four times my entire life. So that, you know. It's a good 50%. The proportions are a little off there. <laughs> but I got stuck between my uncle and my dad one time. We were like, I was four. It was like my first trip ever to Disney. And we got stuck um, on our way up the big mountain. So we were in the dark right below the vultures. And plus, they're over here, like, basically, like, you're about to die. And it's what like, did they say at the top there? If Time you're, to be turning around. And they're, they're like, if you're going to your happy place or your laughing place, why ain't you laughing? We had to hear that for, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> and plus, I was, like, wedged between these two massive human beings. And I was like, oh, That's my like gosh. like getting stuck at the very end of Haunted Mansion when she's like, hurry back. Yeah, I would be splashing around trying to get off that part. You know, I would be like in the water or something away. But I still love that ride. And of course, I'm sad to see it go. But I'm really pumped for the new Tiana's Princess and the Frog ride. I think ride. it's going to be really good. I'm really pumped to see how they incorporate like the music into that ride. I think it'll yeah. be good. But Space Mountain is always my number one. I hold it close to my heart. 
I love you, Space Mountain. Shout out. <laughs> I will never get over the picture of you on Space Mountain. You're like ready to go. You didn't even know there was pictures. She's like, yeah, here we go. We'll redo it in January. That'll be perfect. So next on my list, I have, I am thankful that Disney has given us luxury resorts. Ooh, that's a good one. I love Disney resorts. I personally think that there is not one single Disney resort that you would stay at that you'd be like, mm, this is ghetto. Not one. All of the resorts are super nice, very luxe, which is so incredible that you don't have to worry about like taking care of your room during vacation. Like, you know, it's like nice and clean and you don't have to take extra precautions because like my Nana and my mom, if we go anywhere and they're like not sure about the room, they bring like Lysol and like they're spraying everything before we touch anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm really glad that we don't have to worry about that in Disney World because we know everything's going to be great. We just know it is. And also not even just like the rooms in the resorts, but also the different things that you can do at the resorts. Mm -hmm. They have a lot going on. So if for some reason you can't leave the resort that day, you can still have so much fun just by being at the resort and still feel like you're in Disney World. Mm-hmm. So the next one on my list is a big one, and that is Disney Channel original movies and TV shows. I have that one on my list, too. But I want to give like special shout-outs to the ones that I grew up with. So Hannah Montana, yes. That's So Raven, Wizards is a big one Wizards for me. Wizards is a big one. And Sweet Life on Deck and yes. Sweet Life on Zach and Cody is a huge one for me. Love those. Plus, I want to give a special, special shout-out to the High School Musical franchise because I was Sharpay Evans for Halloween when I was, like, seven. I loved Love her. That. And I actually got to see them when they went, like, on tour. Yeah, they did, like, their little concerts. Yeah, I got to see them with my friend when we were, like, we were we were young. But it was so cool. And you know how they say that Zac Efron didn't sing in the first movie? <laughs> well, I actually got to see the guy who sang. Who, Dude, like, I love Drew Seeley. He, he is was amazing. Everything. But the whole cast is amazing. I love those movies. They're so nostalgic for me. Like, I watched <laughs> I watched the third one before we graduated from high school. And I was bawling. Cried. I was like, this is going to be me. <laughs> yeah, I have that one on my list, too. I just said my childhood TV shows. Just all of those that you mentioned, like Good Luck Charlie, yeah. Wizards of Waverly Place, like all of those are what I grew up on. And I remember vividly looking forward to the Halloween and the Christmas episodes every year. Or the crossover episodes. Oh, crossover episodes were the ish. They were. So I absolutely love the TV shows and I'm so glad that we have those. And I love the Disney Channel original movies. Honestly, my childhood would not have been the same had those not been there. Totally. The first thing I did when I got Disney Plus was I went out and immediately added like Hannah Montana to my list. I added Wizards. And the first Same. show I watched was Wizards. I watched it all the way through. Yeah, and girl. I love that show. I love yeah, it so girl. much. My favorite would have to be Sweet Life on Deck because I think the humor is just top tier. That's a good one. <laughs> they just have like I just love it back in those shows. They had so much adult humor. And yeah. it's still funny to me now. But, like, if you watch Disney Channel original TV shows now, they don't have that humor because they can't get away with it anymore. And, honestly, it's just sad because that's what made the shows the shows. Because we didn't get them when we were younger. And now that we're older, we're like, hmm, Disney really got away with that. Listen, our role models are Sharpay Evans and London Tipton. This is why Gen Z is so messed up. Yes. Amen. All right, next on my list, I'm thankful that Disney has given us mouse ears. I love the mouse ears. And I'm not just talking about the ones you put on your head, although those are amazing. But I just love that, like, Disney has that signature logo of the mouse ears. Like, everybody knows what they are, and everybody loves them, no matter if you love Disney or not. Like, every time you see a mouse ear, you're like, 
That's cute. Um, and I'm just so glad that Disney has given us. Now, specifically, the ones you put on your head as decoration. I say as decoration. As an accessory, I mean. It's a big accessory. Like You can't <laughs> go to the parks and not have at least one pair of mouse ears. And I love that that's so normal in the parks. Nobody's like, what are they doing? They're just... Everybody knows you have to wear your mouse ears, and that's just a part of life, and they're incredible. And I have so many pairs. If you're not planning your entire outfit around your mouse ears, what, what are, are you doing? doing? If you're not planning your outfits and your mouse ears around the park you're going to or the attraction you love, what are you doing? Really? And they have a pair for absolutely everything. Yeah. Anything you can think of. And on Etsy, so many creators are making mm -hmm. them now that you can get like some of the most unique and beautiful ears ever. And also, I just want to point out that Vera Wang has been making mouse ears and they are gorgeous. They're so expensive though, but they are gorgeous. So let's hope that maybe our podcast will start making some money at some point and we can buy Ashton a pair of Vera Wang mouse ears. Donate to our GoFundMe to buy Ashton a pair of Vera Wang mouse ears. I would love that. It would be incredible. Have you ever seen them? I feel like I've heard about that, but I don't think I've ever actually seen them. But I will Google yeah. them right when we get done I'll filming this. I'll pull them up once we get done with this. All right. So the next thing on my list is Disney villain songs. I just feel like in a lot of their movies, Disney villains have the best numbers. They do. One of my favorites is Be Prepared from The Lion King. I think it's really good. And I think a lot of the Disney villain songs are really great at building their character and introducing them as a villain. Yeah. But some of them also kind of add, like, a touch of, like, sympathy, where you kind of want to sympathize with them. Not really, but some of them do. That reminds me of, in Greece, Rizzo's song, There Are Worst Things yeah. I Could Do, like, sort of like that. But my favorite Disney villain song, I think, would have to be either Gaston one. Or Poor Unfortunate Souls. Poor Unfortunate Souls, especially the Broadway production version where they did mm -hmm. it on the stage, is really good. Shout out I to like all of the really women good. who have done that song because y'all all do amazing job. Love y'all. Yes. But I do love Gas Song. It's so catchy. You know, after they did it in the live action and Josh Gad couldn't spell Gaston, I had so like funny. I had a crisis because I was like, wait, how do you spell his name? And I had to look it up to be sure. It's J S T O N. Yeah, it's to me. I thought it was because it's like French. Mm -hmm. It would be way more elaborate. Elaborate, yeah. So I was like, "Wait, how do you spell his name?" I love that where he's like G A S T. I, I believe there's another T. It just occurred to me that I'm illiterate <laughs> and I've never actually had to spell it out loud before. Gaston. That was one of the best additions to that song. Oh, was funny. that part? I love it. Okay, next on my list, I have consistency in my childhood about to get deep okay i'm pulling out the tissues <laughs> no i had an amazing childhood um i came from divorced parents lol hashtag that's my quirk i would like to say though i was super used to it my parents were divorced before i was ever even born so like it's really not i don't want to say it's like not a big deal but it's really not a big deal to me like i'm just used to that that's how i grew up but with that like i would go to my mom's house for a certain amount of time then i'd go to my dad's and i was always switching back and forth 
Um, and consistency was just a hard thing for me to find. Like when I was a child, because everything was changing so much and I had so many siblings and, you know, you, you're growing up as it is, like things are changing for you as it is. But one thing I could always count on was our annual trip to Disney world. And I could always count on it being what I, what I hoped it would be and so much more. So I'm so thankful that Disney has given me that consistency and that I had that growing up because a lot of people don't have that. They don't have that consistent trip or that consistent feeling that they get mm-hmm. um and I knew exactly what where we were going what we were going to do and how I was going to feel and nothing made me feel better than that that's awesome oh well tears here we go oh I'm just kidding I'm not gonna cry <laughs> but no, right, that's, that's a great thing to bring yeah. up because it, it is such a big part of someone's childhood and having that to look forward to is like such a big deal you know especially as a kid yeah. Yeah. it was honestly it was just a cornerstone of my childhood and uh sorry I I am just so thankful that like my mom and my grandma always gave that to me to have and obviously it's really touched me because here I am as a 21 year old and I go to Disney multiple times a year so next thing on my list is so Disney builds what I would consider a worldwide community yeah like this single brand, this person, Walt Disney has connected so many people through all of these generations and the generations to come. And I think it's really cool that even though, you know, obviously the earth is massive, there's like 8 billion people here, almost everyone has watched a Disney movie, watched a Disney show, been to the park. They know the name. Right. And it connects everyone. Yeah. And I think it's super cool that, like, when you if you've ever been to Walt Disney World or if you ever go, you will notice people from all around the world. They flock right. to Orlando, Florida to go see this. And I think that's incredible. And the fact that we have this podcast and we have listeners from all over the world just shows that it connects people. It connected you and me. Yep. It connects us with our listeners. It just connects everyone. I think, I think it's really cool. It does. And I think it truly brings something incredible to each person's life. And I think it brings something different to each person's life. Right. Um, even people who are like, no, I don't go to Disney World. Like, you still had those Disney shows growing up in your childhood. Mm-hmm. You still had those Disney Channel original movies. At some point, Disney affects you. And I think that that's super cool. That most people in this world, I would say... Pretty much all people in this world know what Disney is and are, are have some sort of impact from it. I would say like 85%. I mean, there are probably like some people that don't know what it is, like understandably. Yeah. But I would say the majority of people who have like access to internet or like access to like media, I don't know. But I think they would know what it was. For sure. Next on my list is I'm thankful that Disney has given me core memories. Same. Some of my most incredible core memories happen at Disney World. For example, I got engaged at Disney World. I had my honeymoon in Disney World. I grew up in Disney World. Um, I do remember. (laughs) This is so funny. But I remember when I was younger, obviously me and my brother went every year. You guys know this. And... I don't even remember what age we were, but we were a lot younger. Something had happened and my brother was mean to me and he said that he was sorry and that he loved me. And I will never forget that. And he was probably like nine at the time. So he probably was just saying that. But that's I think that's like the only time I've heard my brother tell me that he loves me. So I would just like to say that that was a big milestone in my life because my brother's a a mean. 
<laughs> my brother's mean <laughs> and i just remember like that so vividly but i also remember like our family home movies are in disney world like i get to rewatch those the old vhs tapes yes um well actually i think my aunt my aunt was the videographer for all of our home videos and i think she has them on discs now um but yeah they used to be on i don't were they on vhs i don't know Gigi could tell you shout out to Gigi again she (laughs) she's my disney queen but especially this last trip that we went on like we took my nana and we just had such a good time and it's incredible i have so many memories with my mom um and my siblings it's a good time it's a good time so many of my core memories are there and i also love that disney it helps you remember those with their mm-hmm. Disney photo pass and things like that. So my last one is I just put one word. I put adventure. And Hard. by that I mean Disney does a really good job in their movies and shows of showing you places that you've never seen before around the world. They create fictional worlds that are I think very interesting. They take you to outer space. They travel across time and even in the parks you don't really feel like you're in Orlando, Florida. No. I tell people that all the time when they're like, why do you go to Disney World so much? Or like people ask like, when was the last time you went to Florida? I'm like, I have no idea. And they're like, you just went to Disney World last week. And I'm like, that's not Florida to me. I don't consider Disney World Florida. It's just not. If you're in a yeah. completely different world. I think a great example of like movies and stuff that do this would be like Treasure Planet. That was a big one for me. I would say Aladdin. Aladdin, yeah, that's a big one because it's it's a fictional world but built off of real places. Yeah, um, of course, like all of like the Disney princesses live out in like Europe, that area. You have like Tarzan, which takes place, I assume, in the Congo. I think somewhere in Africa. I believe it's the Congo. And Kanto and Coco take you to Mexico and Colombia. Very cool. So just a really cool. Oh, Big Hero Six. I love that movie, and I love the fictional San Fran. Tokyo, San Francisco, I think it's such a cool idea. It's like a blending of San Francisco and Tokyo. And I love the animation. I think it's so cool. Like, if it were a real place, I want to live there. Anyways, <laughs> that's how I felt about Aladdin. Every time somebody mentioned Agrabah, I would always be like, like t- that TikTok sound where it's like, I want to go there. That was me. <laughs> I want to go to Agrabah. I love it. But yeah, it's just a very cool way of getting a taste of a world that's not your own. So, yeah. All right, my last one. Get ready for the tearjerker, Kate. <laughs> Your face right now. <laughs> I am thankful that Disney has given me a second home. Disney really has given me a second home, especially like in the past few years. Like I just feel so at home at Disney World. And that's just crazy to me because I've always been a homebody. Like for a little while, I was like, yeah, I'm going to move to New York. No, I'm never going to leave Tennessee. I love it here. And like, this is where my family is. I love it. There was only one other place in this world that I would consider moving. And that is to Orlando, Florida, so that I can be close to Disney World every single day. Same. And I think that there's something to say about that. Like just for me being a homebody so much, and like being so close to my family, like it's crazy to me that I think that like as long as I took my husband, I would be okay with living there. It truly is a second home to me, and maybe it's because I've gone so much. Maybe it's because I love it so much, but I just know that whenever I go there, I feel safe, Mm -hmm. I feel at home, and I feel like myself. That's a big deal. Like, to me, home isn't just where you grew up, but it's where you want to be. It's where you feel safe, where you feel like you can be you. Yeah. And I think Disney Disney promotes that so much. 
Also, I want to add to what you said last time about living in Disney. Yeah. Have you heard of Disney's Golden Oaks? Yes. I wish I was a millionaire so I could go buy my million dollar Golden Oaks mansion in Disney World. Same. Same. I wish. You know what? Maybe one day in the future, me and you are slightly rich and we can go and have these. We we need to find like 10 other families and we'll just live in this (laughs) massive house together like in Hype House. Yeah, or we could just alternate. Oh yeah, well, well, you have it like in the summer. I can take it in the winter. I call it in the winter. You want it in the winter? Yeah, fine. I don't want to be in Florida in the summer heat. <laughs> you know, I think I could handle it. I think the humidity would suck at times, but overall, I'd be okay. Also, that means I would be close to Disney around Christmas time, and uh, that is magical. All right, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening. Let's talk about our poll and our question for this. For our poll for this episode, we want to know, would you move to Orlando, Florida, like around Disney? We're talking about the Lake Buena Vista area. Would you move to Orlando and be a frequent Disney goer? We want to know. Click yes or no. And then for our question. We want to know, of course, why are you thankful for Disney? Yes. And if you can't think of anything you're thankful for for Disney, tell us what you are thankful for this Thanksgiving. Um, right. Because we want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving and hope that you spend lots of time with your family and maybe lots of time with something Disney, whether that be a movie, a blanket, a coffee mug, whatever it is. And we are thankful for you listeners. I can't believe that it's been like about two months since we kind of got this ball rolling. No, that's crazy. And what's even more crazy is that we're coming upon the end of the year, which means we're about to start a new season of the podcast. And that is crazy. Right. So get excited. Tell your friends. Tell your family. If you know anybody who loves Disney, get them listening to this podcast. If you have questions for us, email us. If you want to like vote in our polls, those are all on Spotify. So check those out. Yes. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram. It's at Ashton E. Evans. My DMs are always open. So if you have any requests for the podcast or if you have any questions for me and Kate, please feel free to submit those there. And again, don't forget to listen to us on Spotify where you can answer the polls and questions or Apple Podcasts. And with that being said, we'll see you real soon.